my decolonized friends. It's your girl, D. Colin, back with another episode of Poems and Commentary. If this is your first time here, welcome. For everyone returning, thank you for coming back. For real, for real. I really appreciate everyone who listens. As a content warning for today's episode, my poem discusses lynching. It's titled For Tulil and Lennon Lacey, and it's included in my collection of Dreamy and Creole. But just want to remind folks that you can take space um, and pause and come back or not listen <laughs> and come back for the next episode. All right, so let's get into it. For Tulil and Lennon Lacey. It rains more on the other side of the mountains, yet the grass is no greener, the water no bluer, the air no freer. This day, the shoes are dull. There are two less hands to shine them. Shoe shiner with no shoes to his feet tied like his hands, head tilt back from the rope round his neck, hanging lifeless from a tree in a park. There are no swings here for play, or jungle gems, just jungle, tangled under media vines and government lies. Who will tell your story? The one your eyes saw last. What did their faces look like? Was their skin blacker than yours? Did they hate you because they hate themselves? Did you have too much of Africa in your smile? I can almost see you running errands for pennies. Wonder what weight it carries to work for nothing and build a bridge with your mouth so you could feed your children's mouths. Your sister says her children were murdered too, and now you, her only brother, all dead within months of each other. Wonder if you remember how you felt then, being Haitian in a country that disowns you, in a country that owes you. Justice has no color, it just is. We have seen your face before, hanging on a tree in Mississippi, in Georgia, in Alabama, Arkansas, in Florida, Louisiana, Kentucky, in Texas, in Tennessee. We have seen your face before, even in 2014, by a different name. That day the shoes were strange, on unfamiliar feet in a smaller size. They say it was suicide him hanging from a swing set with no life in North Carolina. I remember swinging to reach the sun. There are no swings here for play. Maybe now these swings are not for fun, just as these parks are not for strolls. It rains more on the other side of the mountains, rolls with the thunder, yet the tears here no longer fall. Seems like the season is neither winter nor spring. It's just open. Seems like the water is frozen over even where the warmth of the sun never ceases. And it will take all hell to break, except that it already is hell. Whew. Okay, if you're still with me, take a deep breath. I didn't want January to pass without talking about Haiti. After all, January 1st is Haiti's Independence Day. Also in January, but far from celebratory, is the anniversary of the earthquake that happened on January 12, 2010. But 
why this poem you might be wondering this poem specifically like why not a happy poem well you know sometimes the art just calls for this in the last episode one of the things i raised in my piece this poem was the ongoing delay on an anti-lynching bill so this was circling around in my mind and the poem i read today talks about a haitian living in the dominican republic and an african-american living in north carolina two different countries both black both hanging in a public space the larger conversation from this poem is the global impact of white supremacy racism and colonial mentality Tulil's name was Henri Claude Jean or Jean Claude. The articles I've read have his name noted differently, but one thing's for sure, he was known to folks as Tulil. He shined shoes for a living and was found hanging in a park where he worked in Santiago on February 10th, 2015. In his case, the police dismissed race or ethnicity as a factor, even though there was ongoing news at the time about ethnic cleansing, rejecting Haitians of birthright citizenship, and deportations happening in the middle of the night in the Dominican Republic. From an international lens, this looked like a hate crime, but it wasn't treated like that by the authorities and maybe even dismissed as that too early. The more I learned about Tulil's story, the more I learned about how Haitians are treated in the Dominican Republic in general. It brings me back to how Haitians were treated at the United States border recently. I learned about lynching in a classroom as a college student. There's so many stories, but 2014 and 2015, there were these two major cases in my mind. The other individual I talked about in the poem is Lennon Lacey, who was found on August 29, 2014. They said it was suicide, but the more you read about the case, the more that does not make sense. He wasn't even wearing his own shoes. He wasn't in his neighborhood. It just doesn't make sense. There's a documentary called Always in Season that came out in 2019 that talks more about Lennon Lacey. I say all that to say that in 2022, here in the United States, we're still waiting on an anti-lynching bill. I saw an article that had, the, had a headline that reads, yes, anti-lynching laws are mostly symbolic. That's what makes them important. That word mostly is loud. But what I'm talking about is just from yesterday. What I'm talking about is not early 20th century. It's not the cases I learned as a college student in a classroom. I'm talking about less than 10 years ago. I don't know where the bill is collecting dust nowadays, but I think it should be easy to say, no matter where it happens in the world, that lynching is a reprehensible crime, period. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you're looking for a copy of Jimmy and Crayol, you can visit dcolin.com. That's spelled D-C-O-L-I-N dot com. And to support my work as an artist, you can join my village on Patreon where I have more content. I encourage you to learn something every day. We can decolonize our minds together. Until next time.